Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello and welcome back. Shabbat Shalom. We are doing a scriptural study. And before we do that, this um, Sabbath, there's some announcements. We are um, currently streaming on various platforms, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and other platforms um, as they become available. Now, there's some podcasts that just popped up on my feed. I already told you I'm a one-woman show, and I am old school. Well, I was I wouldn't say old school. I would say more, uh, more or less technologically unsavvy. Because if I have never heard of these platforms, I don't go on them because I am not a member of them. But as they become available on my feed, it tells me that people are listening. So, okay, I have to um, include them. So I will. And I will say them for a while. And if new ones become available, I will say that too. I understand there's people listening to me all over. So whenever you can listen to me, that's wonderful. Just because I don't know about the platform doesn't mean that it's not available there. So welcome to all the people that are new. And welcome back to all the old reliables. Now, like I said, I want to say Shabbat Shalom, and I am glad to be able to uh, do this lesson. As you can hear, my voice is getting um, better and better every day, but I still, it's still healing. It's still healing. So that's what I have to say about that. So um, I thank you for being here. And we're going to get on with this lesson. As I said before, these lessons will not be live until I can fully be able to um, do a live lesson. And for those people who would like to join a live lesson, then you can go on. um, Well, you can email me at cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. Send me your email and I will send you the link on um, the Sabbath so that you could join the lesson. Now, this does not mean that you have to um, participate as, you know, in the form of, oh, I have a question or whatever. You could totally do that at any time. But to listen live is to give you the experience of connecting with other people around the world because people do, you know, they'll, they, um, they connect 
on the live lessons. You don't have to show your face. Um, if you know how to use, um, what is it? What is this thing? Zoom. If you know how to use Zoom, um, you don't have to show your face. All you have to do is um, connect to the, um, the audio. And if you have a question, you can just ask the question. Um, I'm not inquiring uh, about who it is or anybody like that. If you want to leave your first name, you can. But I mean, um, this is a Bible study. And the thing is like this. Think about this. If you've ever been to church and you are a new member, you know how they make you stand up and do all this stuff and it's embarrassing as all, I don't know what, because many of a church I have been in the past. So yes, it's embarrassing. It's like, do I really have to show my face in front of all these people? I mean, you may think that, but this is not church number one. This is an assembly. Anybody, anybody can come in. They don't have to show the visual. They could just do the audio. If they have a question, even if they don't want to ask their, um, they don't want to say their name or they, they could just do their tagline or, you know, whatever tagline you call yourself and just ask the dead one question. If you don't want to do that. And again, I will say this, it's Cliff, C-L-I-F-F, -F, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. Um, send me your um, email and I will let you know. <clears throat> by sending you a link when the Bible study starts. You can also bring your Bible with you. Bring it with you. Because I already told you, I come with receipts. So you can clearly see it in black and white. Something that I did not write, a 6,000-year-old 6, manuscript, been there since we all got here. So you can see... Um, exactly was written and a lot of times you will make new discoveries because you're going over it with somebody else who's able to communicate what the scriptures say so that's good that's if you want to but right at this moment I'm not doing no lives I will let everybody know when I'm doing a live because I am getting inquiries about when I'm doing a live and I already told you why because my voice gets strained that's why I'm just doing as much as I can which brings me to this. I will be um, doing each chapter and cliff noting each chapter. Now, next week's chapter, y'all willing, when I cliff note it, I'm going to have to because it's an extremely long chapter. So I'm going to have to cliff note that chapter. But this chapter, which is chapter 14, Yahusha chapter 14, I am going to read directly out of the scriptures simply because it's a small chapter. Right now, my voice is being strained. So I'm going to need you to hang in there with me as I continue to, uh, to drink water and a protein drink that I'm drinking. So please forgive me if you just hear short pauses. My throat is very scratchy and it feels very raw and strained. So I have to keep drinking. So give me a minute. And I hope... Excuse me. I hope that I'm not going in and out. Again, this mic situation is hard because my computer, you know, my, wait, let me just say this. My husband's always going, why do you always have to explain things? Because I feel like everybody's a friend. 
when I'm on here lecturing, I feel like I'm talking to a bunch of friends and family. And I feel like I owe you an explanation as to what goes on when I do the, um, the lecture. So that's why I'm explaining everything. I just feel comfortable explaining it to you. But back to um, the uh, audio and the visual. Um, my, um, I already told you I'm old school. So my um, desktop, the monitor doesn't have a camera on it. And I feel like I know I should get a new monitor, but I like my monitor. So my husband went out and bought me a camera to connect to the monitor. And that is how I'm talking to you by the, um, by the um, audio in the monitor. Now I can get a um, microphone and connect it, but then it becomes wonky. I don't know how to do it. Like I'm not technologically um, savvy, I already said. So it gets wonky. And then I have to ask my husband to keep doing stuff. Now he is a technological whiz. But I don't want to keep asking him stuff. And he's not always here. So when I do my, um, my studies, so some might go wrong and then I won't be able to do it. Like I tried to do it on my desktop and it came out horrible. Now my desktop, you could do everything on it. It's a new desktop. You could touch it and do all kinds. It does all kinds of stuff. But I tried to do a scriptural study on the desktop and I couldn't even upload it. I couldn't upload it because um, I didn't know what I was doing. And it kept going in and out. Now, I know you guys hear in and out, but you can still hear me. But on my desktop, I couldn't, it, it was nothing. It was a wonderful lesson too, but I could not upload it. And there's another thing I want you to know too. When I upload lessons, it's coming straight from the heart, spontaneous. It's coming straight from the heart. I don't do, um, reg, you know, I don't practice and then upload and do all that. That's why you hear mistakes and all kinds of stuff. Simply because I go right in raw, because that's where the rock leads me. However, <clears throat> that's how my lives are. Um, when I'm not doing it live, or if I, um, there are some things that I have to, if I'm doing a cliff note, I have to look at it first, because that's the only way I'm going to be able to condense everything together. Because if I'm reading to you, it's going to be four hours, five hours, like that, because that's how long it is, because you know I'm saying um, background um truths and situations that happen here so I could drive the whole um lecture forward to give you an understanding and put you in a headspace of what happened then and give you little facts and and things to understand about the um chapters um so I have to do that for a cliff note and that's and I uh, go into that before the lives. So I have to study a couple of days before the lives so that I could just write stuff on the board and then discuss whatever's on the board. But since I'm not doing it live, I'm doing it a little, little differently. It also gives me a benefit that if something, um, if I have to refer to something, I go back to that board where the cliff notes are and I can tell you exactly what I said the last time. So that's what I have to do. And there's a lot of, things that go on behind there. I say that to say, um, I do a lot of work to present the cliff note to you, not only for you, but for myself. As a child of the most high, I want to meditate on the word. I want to live in the word. I want that word to be in my heart. And that's how I can recall scriptures. And that's how you 
will be able to do that when you have that dedication to choose the most high first. Okay, because you have to be, you have to choose him first. Choose ye this day who you going who you gonna um rock with. Okay, and that's a loose scripture in my words. Choose ye this day who you um are going to worship. Because there's gonna come a time that all of this is going to be um, considered into where you go in the next life. So with that, I am going to move forward and I'm going to read chapter 14 of Yahusha, who they call Joshua. Now, you know, there wasn't no J's 500 plus years ago. That's the United States. So there wasn't no J's then. Okay. So understand that. So there wasn't no J's. His name was Yahusha. So let's move forward. We are reading Yahusha chapter 14. Okay. Now, we already know last week, Yahusha was divvying up land, giving um, the children of Israel land. We already understand that the Levites, Levitium, um, they don't have a physical inheritance. The Most High is their inheritance. And with the most high, you don't need nothing else. You already know the other 11 brothers was providing everything to the Levites because the most high is their lot, meaning their inheritance. So they go directly to the most high. They are the priests connected to the most high. And um, at that time, you had to go to the Levite. Later on, the most high picked um, prophets. And most of those prophets is still from the line of Levi. Now, there are some that's from Judah, which is Yahuda, and et cetera, et cetera, and Benjamin. Um, but that moves later on in the uh, Old Testament into the New Testament. Okay? So let's start. Oh, and FYI, I have my glasses. I'm just getting used to them. <laughs> I finally got them. Yay! Okay. So. Here we go. We're in chapter 14. And these are the countries which the children of Israel inherited in the land of Canaan, which Eleazar the priest and Yahusha the son of Nun, the heads of the fathers of the tribes of the children of Israel, distributed the inheritance to them. By lot was their inheritance. And just to give you a, a FYI, I'm reading from the, um, do I say apocrypha? Oof. I'm reading from the Sifa, which is the closest to, in today's time to the actual scrolls, okay? Because some people went back and they was like, uh-uh, this is too much. We going to the scrolls itself and we going to do it as close as we can. So I would say it's like um, the 1611 King James, but they try to keep, Whatever was in Paleo-Hebrew, they try to keep it as close to Paleo-Hebrew as they could. Now, remember, there are some words in Paleo-Hebrew that did not have an English version or another language version. Because remember, it wasn't for none of them. So what they did is, if you can see in your Bibles, whatever's Bibles today, they will have it in italics. That means somebody guessed what that was. There's nothing we could do is in all the scriptures, even in the Sifa. But we use the Sifa because somebody was humble enough to go to the, uh, the original scrolls and do the best they can. 
Okay. Um, and this coincides with um, the book of Enoch. When the book of Enoch says that he has a mystery, when the heathens stop lying and start releasing the books and presenting them in um, as they really are, then it's going to be, you know, at that last time, then the children's going to rejoice because it's almost time for Yahushua to come down here. So this is what's happening now. We have so many clues as to where we are in the end times. I mean, it's not going to say, oh, we're in the end times. No, you got to connect the dots. How do you connect the dots? The Most High is sending people to, uh, sending the Ruach to sup with the people that's waking up, the children of Israel. And that's how they ringing the bell. I didn't already said this five gazillion times. Understand that. I don't want you to say, well, how do you know? I already told you how I knew. You meditate on the word. The um, the most high. Knowing, well, you already know he had his foresight. So he already knows who's going to wake up, who he woke up, who did what. He already did that because he's beyond space and time. So in our linear space and time, humans, we are waking up when we're supposed to. And when we do, by meditating on the word and having it in your heart, he sends the Ruach. The Ruach leads you to all truth. So I don't care how much lies there are. The Ruach is sending you to the truth. So you're going to bypass the lies. You may read the lies, but you're going to bypass it because the Ruach is telling you that part's not true. Because you're going to read so much information that you're going to be able to know what's real and what's not. Okay, just like Enoch said, back to what I was saying. So we're on um, verse two. By lot was their inheritance, as Yahuwah, the Most High, commanded by the hand of Moshe, who they call Moses, for the nine tribes and for the half a tribe. Now we already know the two and a half tribes that was on the other side of the Jordan, which they called the Jordan. Okay. And that was Gad, Reuben, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. We talked about this last week. For Moshe had given the inheritance of two tribes and a half a tribe in the, on the other side of the yard. And like I said, that's verse three. But until the Levites, Levitium, Levium, Levium, that's the original name. He gave no inheritance among them. I already told you they didn't get no inheritance because they got the most high. When you got the most high, you don't need nothing else because the most high is going to provide everything. All your needs will be supplied by the most high. Now that's the scripture, but I, I jumbled it up. Verse four, for the children of Yosef, and that's uh, brother number 11. Oh, I'm sorry for young, but I get excited. You know, I love this stuff. Um, Yosef, were two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim. Therefore, they gave no part unto the Levium, which is the Levites, in the land, save cities to dwell in, which their suburbs for their cattle and for their substance. Now, what does verse four mean? It means that the Levites didn't get nothing from the physical inheritance that the brothers had to provide various lands for the Levites. Verse five, as Yahuwah commanded Moshe, and you already know Moshe is Moses. Moshe is the, uh, the original name and it's M-O-S-H-E-A-E-H, Moshe or Moshe. 
So the children of Israel did as they divided the land. They say, oh, sorry, as they divided the land, sorry. Verse six, then the children of Yahuda, who's the children of Yahuda? Those who are sprinkled all over the four corners of the earth, because they ain't listening to no dead going body. And they was brought in every part of the earth that they were sprinkled in, in bondage. Don't ever forget that, Yahuda. If you're, I'm getting ready to say, for the people who's listening to me in the whole wide world, because there are countries and, and continents of people listening to me, and welcome. If your ancestors were sent from Africa or throughout the whole world in bondage, you are the tribe of Yahuda. Your ancestor, your forefather is Yahuda. Welcome, brother. Back to what I was saying. Verse six, and I'm going to read six in the Sefa and in the Amplified Bible. And you'll, I'll tell you why in a minute. When the children of Yahuda came to El Yahusha in Gilgal, and Caliph, the son of Yaphna, the Quezani, said unto him, You know the thing that Yahuwah said unto Moshe the man of Elohim, concerning me and you in Kodesh Barnea. Now that, that's in the um, FIFA, and now I'm getting ready to read it in the Amplified. Verse six. Then the tribe of the sons of Judah approached Joshua, who is Yahusha, and Gilgal, and Caleb, the son of Yefuna, the Kenzanite said to him, you know the word which the Most High said to Moses, the man of Elohim concerning me and you in Kadesh Barnea. Now I said it in regular uh, Amplified because of the names. You see how the names change? Now I'm going to seven back into the um, Sefer. This is what um, Caleb, they call him Caleb but his real name is Caleb, K-A-L-E-V, as in Victor. That's his real name, not Caleb. I don't know why they was changing these uh, V's to B's, but that's, that's how the devil fools the world. I'm telling you, in every single solitary way. Everybody thinks just because it's so subtle that it's like, oh, oh, that ain't nothing. But it is something, Okay. Because every little thing turns into something else. Now, I did a lesson called The Devil is in the Details. And I'm going to upload that lesson the next coming Wednesday. And you will understand that every little thing counts. Every little lie counts. Every little shift that's not supposed to be right counts. And people overlook it. This is what you're not supposed to do. Because when you're in a Ruach, you don't miss a beat. If somebody changed K-Lib to K-Lib, it's a lie. How is the, um, the Bible tampered with? In every single way. But again, like I said, when you're reading it and you're meditating on the Most High's word, what happens? The Ruach comes. And guess what the Ruach does? He tells you, oh, no, that's not true. This is not it. So you could go over whatever 
You can go over it. Just like if somebody lied to you and you already know the truth. Are you going to be arguing with them? No, because you already know the truth. So you could just move on and leave the liar right over there. Back to what I was saying. Verse seven. This is Caleb talking. Caleb. For, he's talking to Yahusha. Forty years old was I when Moshe, the servant of Yahuwah, sent me to Kadesh Barnea to spy the land and brought him word against as it was my heart. Verse eight, nevertheless, and I'm gonna break it down in a minute. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me, the heart of the people melt. Oh, excuse me, made the heart of the people melt. But who, excuse me, wait a minute, give me a minute. All right, let me read it again, eight. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me made the heart of the people melt, but I wholly followed Yahuwah Elioha. Now, from seven to eight means Caleb is having a conversation with Yahusha. And he said, now I need you to remember this. Earlier when the Most High, when they were still in the desert, and you could go back to the other scriptures, they was in the desert, the Most High sent 12, the Most High told Moshe, which is Moses, to send 12 people, one person from each tribe of um, Yasharel to scout out the lands. Before they went to war, before they strategized, before they did all that, send one person from each tribe. So Yahusha and Caleb was the only two who brought back a favorable, and this was a test from the Most High, by the way. He, they brought back favorable um, answers. They said the land was wonderful. The fr there's fruit there. There's food there. That's why they called it the, the land of milk and honey because they didn't have to do anything. I already said this before. They said that the, there's already fruit trees. There's vineyards. Everything is wonderful land. But the rest of the 10 tribes was like, oh my gosh, there's, da um, there's danger there. There's giants that live there. We ain't going to be able to beat them, this, that. So what did they do? They brought back a horrible report because they didn't have faith in the Most High. The Most High tested them, and that's what he does to us. Now, I already did um, a lesson called Test and Trials. Go to the platform library, and you will get there, because there's a difference between um, tests and trials and, and somebody just tri tripping you up. So the devil trips you up and condemns you. The Most High convicts you and gives you tests. I already did this lesson. So um, uh, Caleb is keeping um, Yahusha on his toes and praying that he gets a certain land. So he remembers how sweet one particular part of the land was. So he's coming to Yahusha and say, don't forget me because I did come back and say that the land was uh, wonderful and we could beat them. And he did. And um, all the rest of those people died that brought back a horrible report because they didn't have the faith. It's all about faith. These whole books, Old Testament, New Testament is all about the faith. And that's what Caleb is bringing right now. Okay. And bring it back to the, um, to the most high. Cause the most high wants you to hold him at his word. Yes, he does. He wants you to. Okay. Now let's keep reading. Verse nine. And Moshe swore on that day saying, surely the land whereon your feet has trodden 
shall be your inheritance and your children's forever because you have wholly followed Yahuwah Elioha. Now, I will say this in verse nine. Since he brought back what was expected of the Most High, he brought back that, yes, we could beat them. Greater is um, the Most High who is in us than the heathens that's in the world, okay? So for him doing that, he's going to be blessed, okay? And remember this, because this is an example of all of us. If you stand in the word, if you're rooted in the word, if you walk in the word, if you hold up the shield of the word and keep walking for the rest of your life, what is the Most High going to do? Bless you. This is what um, Caleb is saying. He know the Most High is going to bless him. So he's bringing it to the Most High's remembrance through Yahusha. Don't forget me. Okay. All right. Verse 10. And now behold, Yahuwah has kept me alive. He's still having a conversation, Caleb, to Yahusha. Yahuwah has kept me alive for these 45 years, even since Yahuwah spoke the word to Moshe, which the children of Israel wanted this day, four score and five years old. Now, what does that mean? We on verse 10. Yeah, I mean, Caleb is telling Yahusha. When I was sent, along with Yahusha and 10 other people, to go scout out the land, I was 40 years old. I want you to focus on what I'm getting ready to say. I was 40 years old then. And 45 years old, uh, 45 years later, I'm 85 years old. This is what he's saying. He's saying he's 85 years old. The vitality of it all. The vibrancy of it all. You see how the most high, when the most high is rocking with you, you like a 20-year-old. This man is 85 years old and he's saying, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to take a giant down because that's the part of the land he wants. Oh, I'm ready to fight because greater is the most high who is in me than the heathens that's in the world. Who's in the world? Who's the God of this world? The devil. Who's ruling through the God of this world, the heathens. And how do we know that? It's too much stuff for me to tell you. These social constructs and all this stuff from these heathens doing stuff, it don't make sense. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Now I'm on verse 11. They still are having a conversation. I'm just breaking down everything that's being said. Remember, He's just as vital as a 20 years, 20 year old, and he's 85 years old. Do you know any 85 year olds that's dipping it and doing it like, the, like a 20 year old? In these scriptures, the most high walked among the children of Israel and hunting. They didn't have rags. They didn't starve. They didn't do nothing but complain all damn day. That's all they did. The most high still blessed them and kept them. But he's getting sick and tired of them. And we only in the fifth, sixth book. He's getting sick of them. Uh-huh. Okay. Verse 11. As yet, I am as strong this day than I was the day that Moshe sent me. Now, remember, he was 40 years old when Moshe sent him. And now he's 85. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war, both to go out and to come in. <laughs> I got to laugh, baby, because this man ready for war. Ooh, he 
is ready to fight 85-year-old man like a 20-year-old ready to take a giant down. He ain't playing. Okay. Ooh, that's what faith will do, honey. Yes, honey, yes. You can do all things through the Mashiach that gives you the strength. He is, he's walking in this word. He's holding this word up. He's reciting this word. What? If he ain't swinging that sword with the fire, the double-edged sword, he's swinging it. Oh, I love it. Verse 12. Now, therefore, give me this mountain. Oh, Caleb is rocking with it. Verse 12 again. Therefore, give me this mountain. Whereof Yahuwah spoke in the day. For you heard in the day how the Anakim, and I'm going to explain that in a minute, were there and that the cities were great and fenced. If so, be Yahuwah will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out as Yahuwah said. Now, 12, 13, and 14, uh, 12, 13, 14, and 15 is one of the most important of this whole um, chapter 14, simply because the audacity, the gumption, the power that Caleb is stepping in. This is how the Most High wants you to be. He wants you to walk in his power, his L. He wants you to be bold. Come to the throne, be bold in my word. I'm going to give you anything you want. And that's exactly what Caleb is, is calling on. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to take these giants down. Now, I need you to be in the headspace of what I'm getting ready to say. Now, I didn't already read to you a few chapters back. And you could just go back to the whole chapter of Yahshua and Deuteronomy. I'm going to need you to understand the magnitude of how tall these giants were. In Genesis, the descriptions of the giants and in um, and as I described in um, Yeshua and Deuteronomy, I'm not sure in Deuteronomy, but I know in Yeshua and Genesis, it says the original giants, remember, because they had spawned. And their abominations, the original giants was as big as clouds. Look up, go outside, look out your window, do whatever you want. Well, maybe when you're driving or you're just sitting outside and having a picnic. I want you to look up and I want you to look at a cloud. And I just want you to wrap your head around how big a cloud is. Okay. How big a cloud is. That's how big the, the giants was. And then their progeny, because in the book of um, Ezra, two Ezra's for Ezra, the Most High tells Ezra through the angel, in the beginning, everybody was big. Okay. And then as their children, because the world is getting older, the world can't make uh, people as vital as they was. Because remember, we are children of the world, all of us. And what I mean by that, I'm not talking about the way you acting like the devil. No, the, Adam was the first child of the world. Mother Earth 
the remember the most high took the dirt of the ground and formed adam the clay of the earth and what is the clay dark clay of the earth and formed adam and then breathed the breath of life in him and he became a living soul so it's mother earth that adam came from with the spirit of the most high that's what i mean i'm not talking about your actions and the things that you're doing your thoughts and actions which is of the devil that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about your physical makeup because if you go into your DNA, the elements in your body, the nutrients in your body, the, vi uh, the vitamins and all that stuff that your body needs, the earth gives you. Mother earth is your mother. That's where you came from. Your original um, um, forefather, Adam, came from the earth. So you still got the blood of Adam in you. And you came from the earth. Now, I'm going to say this too. The fallen angels also have children. We already know this. This is in Genesis. The fallen angels also have children. And they made other things. I'm going to need you to understand what I'm saying. I'm going to need you to hear me. Because there's different species of humans humanoids i would say they are different species of humanoids and it's in their dna now i am not crazy loopy drunk i am of sound mind and spiritual elevation through the most high in the ruach when i tell you this i can bring a receipt minty receipts by saying, go to the science magazine and see what they're pulling up now. The Most High said in the uh, later days, in the last days, the later days of humanity, all truth will be revealed. What's happening now? Scientists are pulling up humanoids. They're not 100% human. They're not human. They're not considered human. It's a different species of humanoid that mixed with humans. Who's the first humans? What did I just say? Adam was formed for the clay of the earth. What color is clay? It ain't white. And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just telling you the truth. There are different humanoid species that are roaming here today. It's in people's DNA, in the blood. Oh, you're not going to play with me. I'm not going to go somewhere else with it, but I need you to understand. Okay? There are different species that call themselves human, but their blood is telling them, is saying something def totally different. Find out where, and this is geography, I'm schooling you in all areas, find out where they came from. Because I'm going to tell you this, the Neanderthals did not come from Africa. There's not one drop of Neanderthal uh, DNA in an African or anybody that um, is of color. This is science that Eurocentric peoples bring into the forefront themselves. I'm not telling you something that's a lie. Okay, I'm gonna tell you that. There are different species. Uh-huh, and it's in people's DNA. Which brings me back to the angels because angels do have different, um, it's, they're different, they're not humans. They were spirits. And they mixed and mingled with physical flesh. That's why the Most High punished them. And what did they do? They brought about abominations. 
Giants, Anakin, that was as big as clouds, the original ones. And the more they had kids, more abominations, they got more and more mixed. Uh-huh. And people's blood, DNA. So you may not be able to see them face to face, like if you're looking at them, but their DNA is going to tell everything. Uh-huh. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm just going to say melanated person. They're not in melanin. Those, those other things is not in melanated people. Not unless they mixing and mingling. It did not come from the African um, continent. And I'm talking about the ancient African continent. I'm not talking about the carved and cut up one that's now. Because the Middle East was not the Middle East. That was all Africa. So understand what I'm saying to you. Now I'm just going to strictly talk about the angels, which I already told you. There are angel blood, abominable blood in other people. And it's not the people that's melanated. That's all I'm going to say. But I will say this. As big as clouds were the, um, the abominations, the Anakins, the, um, the um, giants. And I'm going to tell you this too, because some people get confused. I'm going to say this. When the flood came and they said it washed everybody away, they were talking about humans. Because the giants was as big as clouds. Okay? So how did, how was there, how was there still giants after the flood? You answer the question. I just told you the answer. They was as big as clouds. So if they were so huge, how did they survive? Because they were so huge. That's why. That's how they survived. Was it written in there? No. I can write a story or somebody could write a story. They could only write a story about um, what they saw and experienced. That's number one. And you could only write a story about what you know. That's number two. Number three, spirits. I don't care if this whole earth burned. I don't care if it, it went to a flood again or whatever. They spirits. Only the most high can kill a spirit. And I'm going to prove to you right now. And this is a scripture. Don't fear the one who could kill the body. Fear the one who could kill the body and the soul in hellfire. A soul is a consciousness. A spirit is a spirit. Only the father of spirits could kill a spirit. Understand that. There are spirits that's walking the earth right now. that have been here since the day, day one of humanity. Been here before humanity, spirits. That's how you know, okay? Praise y'all, hallelujah. Now I'm getting back to what I was gonna say, okay? Understand that. The angels got smaller and smaller, excuse me, the, um, the Anakin, which is the giants, got smaller and smaller like everybody else on this earth. But it doesn't mean that their spirit got smaller. But just know that there's other things on earth that's not human. That's calling themselves human. It's not human. It's a humanoid. And the more science, because everybody keep rocking with science. Oh, no, I don't believe in religion. And you don't have to, because I don't believe in religion either, because it's a, um, a social construct from um, wickedness. That's what it is. And it's a form of control. Because the Most High did not make you uh, religious. And Yahusha in the New Testament say your religion and your tradition is Get it, not going to get you to the next life. It's going to get you hell and damnation. Yahshua himself said it, who is the one and only begotten son of the most high. So it's not me making it up. You better go to the New Testament, sweet T-boo-boo. Because -boo, that's what he says. 
back on the Giants. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Giants um, in physical form was messing and mingling with humans. The Most High said that. That's why he damned them. By taking a flesh. Yes, that's what he did. That's why they spirits. But back to what I was saying. I know I keep saying that, but the Anakin, <laughs> the Anakins was the giants that was living there. Now there's still giant DNA in certain people. Okay, they may call them Neanderthals. They may call them Divinians. They may call them whatever they want to, but it's their different DNA and different types of people in different parts of the world. Do your own um, research. So I say all this to say that <clears throat> Caleb is ready to fight. 85 years old, he ready to go upside somebody's head and take them down and take them out. Praise y'all, hallelujah. So yes, these um, at this time, this is where the Anakins lived. And they took over that whole place where Canaan is, where it is now called, which is um, smaller today, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> Jerusalem. Jerusalem is much smaller today because it's like a state or whatever it is. It's much smaller today than it was in biblical times. It was huge in biblical times. But like I said, <clears throat> the world rulers cut and carved everything. If you do not believe that, then see what happened in Africa. Africa been cut, carved, sliced, raped, stolen. People been stolen out of it. I mean, they've been doing everything that, um, to Africa. And who's been doing this? The fourth kingdom. You better go to Daniel. Daniel says it all, honey. You better read Daniel. You better walk in the, the book of Daniel because Daniel is a huge prophet that is giving you information as to what is what happened then and what's going to happen now. Daniel, Barak, Ezra, um, Jeremiah, which is Jeremiah, honey, all those four that I just named to you, you can read those, meditate on those, and you will know everything that's happening now and what's going to happen soon. Yeah. The Most High will be dealing with you and the Ruach when you meditate on those four books. You're not going to play. What I said? Daniel, Ezra, Barak, and um, Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. And throw Isaiah in there too. And Ezekiel. You're going to know what happens when the dead come to life and start fighting. And go, oh, child. I, I, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. This is why I don't like saying certain things because in my head, it's like a tree. You know how the tree is, right? It has limb, 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 limb. And then from them limbs, it has them limbs, honey. I could, I, I, well, ooh. I don't want to get ahead of myself. But honey, I could, I could definitely tell you what's going on. But back to what I was saying. Now I'm on verse 13. <laughs> I don't want to get ahead of myself and, and get you confused. That's what I'm telling you, man. I love this stuff. I love it. I love it. I love it. Just like, um, excuse me, Enoch said, when you, when the heathens stop putting crap in the game, meaning stop hiding stuff and stop um, lying about stuff and writing your own books and presenting it as this and that and stop acting like you know what's real and what's not because it was never given to you. When you stop that and you really present the truth, then the children's going to rejoice because they're going to meditate on that truth 
Ruach is going to come to them, sup with them. Gonna, you're going to learn the truth. You're going to elevate. And you're just going to sit back and be like, mm -hmm, I know these things are going to happen. I know we all got to die, but I will see you in the next life. That's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to be at peace. What did Yahshua say? I'm going to send you my peace. Not like the world send you the peace, honey. Okay? Like somebody plucking your nerves. That's the rest of the world do. Go take a um, a little mental health day and go relax somewhere until you get in, um, your nerves get plucked again. Uh-uh. The Most High is going to send you the peace because he's sending you the truth of what's going to happen. He's going to bring you into um, the peace of saying, you know what? I know stuff going to happen, but I'm going to hold on to the most high and whatever happens, I will be resurrected and I will be at the next life when I will never die and I will see my family again and we're going to be happy. It ain't going to be no wickedness or no devil. So we're going to rock on then because this life on this side is nothing but a blink of an eye. That's the peace. That is the peace. So back to what I was saying about these Anakins. <clears throat> so, um, Verse 12, Caleb said, let me, let us, let my line, okay, let the whole line kill off the Anakins. Oh, it's going to be our pleasure to do it because they getting off my land that was promised to me by the Most High. Okay, remember, this is the Most High's world um, <laughs> at the end all and be all. It's his world. He's the one who made it in the beginning. He gave it to Adam. The devil stole it, did whatever. The, um, the angels came down, was having sex and doing all fleshly things with the, uh, the humans on the earth. Um, the three sons of Noah, two of them start going off doing whatever they want to. One of them started mingling and mixing with humanoid things. The other two um, went over um, to one part of the land that was given to them. The other one went to another part of the land. They was doing whatever they was doing on that land. And now all hell is breaking loose. And the children of Israel that came from Shem is sitting up here acting like um, knuckleheads. That's what's happening. So Caleb is saying he's ready for war. Bring them on. If the Most High be for us, who be against us? And nobody's able to come against you because the most high even says too, if you follow my word and you be in my word, even your enemies will be at peace with you. But I'm just talking about today's time, but there's time for war. What does the most high say? Vengeance is mine. And that's what's going to happen. Now I'm on 13. And Yahusha blessed Caleb and gave unto Caleb, the son of Yafuna, Chevron for an inheritance. Now, in the Sefer, it says Chevron. In the Amplified, it says Heron. Don't ask me why. It just says that. I already told you uh, words change, names change. The heathens, if they in, if they dealing with it, the pagans, heathens, same thing. They're going to change some things. Why? For their own reasons. We don't know why. Okay? So I'm going to read um, 13, 14, and 15. In the in the Sifa, and then I'm gonna read 13, 14, 15 in the um amplify, and then we're gonna talk about it. So that was 13. Now I'm gonna go to 14. Chevron therefore became the inheritance of Caleb and the Yafunif of Quenazi, Quen, excuse me, yeah, Quen Easy, 
unto this day because that he wholly followed Yahuwah Elohim of Yasharel. 15. And the name of Chevron before was Quiat Arbia, which Arbia was a great man among the Anakim, and the land had rest from war. Now that's 13, 14, and 15 in the um, Sifa, which is closer to anything else. Now, you ain't never heard of those words, have you? This is why people, the heathens, the pagans, is changing it to make up their own damn words. And then they changed everything. I already told you things change as times change. And I did a lesson on that too. Go to the platform library. There's over 100 lessons there. Go and acquaint yourself with what's going on there. Walk in the word of the most high. Now I'm going to um, 13, 14, 15 in the Amplified Regular English Bible. I'm going to say the regular English words too, except for the um, word, the name of the most high because his name is his name, period. And so is Yahshua's name is his name too. I don't know why they keep calling him Joshua. So I'm just going to use his regular name. You already know who it is. So Yahshua blessed Caleb and gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Yafuna, as an inheritance. 14. Therefore, Hebron, they said, which is Chevron, became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Yafuna, the Kenzanite, even though that's not it. To this day, because he followed the Most High, the Elohim of Yasharel completely. 15. The name of, they say Hebron, but it's Chevron, was for was formerly Karif Arba, city of Arba. For Arba was the greatest man among the giant Anakin, the giants. Then the land had rest from war. Now let me explain which each one means. 13, Yahshua blessed Caleb and gave him Chevron, which they call Hebron in a regular Bible. Hebron, they call it in a regular Bible, which is that land of the giants, okay? Um, and that's where they lived. To this day, it still is an inheritance to them. That's why when they says, oh, it's to this day, they live there. Technically, they don't live there. But to this day, it's promised to them from the Most High. The children of Israel is promised um, Israel, the land, but they're not there. Because how do we know? Because the Most High said when he brings the, when he brings the children of Israel back to their land, it's going to be war no more. Turn on the TV or look up um, or do some research online in any media form. Look up and see what's happening in Israel and what they're doing war that's what they're doing they've been doing that for years because the late child i'm not gonna go there there's war there so you already know that the children of israel is not there period i ain't going there that's 14 now 15 the name of chevron which they call hebron was the giants the anakins it was their lands so they saying uh the city of Karif Arba, which is not the real name, this is an amplified I'm reading, is the city of Arba, which was, Arba was the biggest giant, the father, one of the fathers, I'm just going to say one of the fathers, because actually the father of the giants is that fallen angels, is one of the fathers of the Anakin, which is the giants. Now I'm going to tell you this, before I end this, you know, like there's um, 
the scriptures or the seifers or the scrolls of the children of Israel, which is the Old Testament and the New Testament too, which is tampered with. You know how they have those scrolls? Now, I already told you, it's like this. Somebody in your lineage, an older person, took up a, a, um, a photo album of your ancestors and passed it down to you. And you passed it down, passed it down. And most of those people that's in that book, that's in that photo book is dead, but they your people. So um, your, uh, your um, elder is giving you this and saying, these are your people. I don't want you to forget these people. These are your people and they passing the book down and, and you, when you get older, you passing it down to your child and your child, when they get older, is passing it down. Now, it's only your people in this book. How can somebody else take that book and say it's their people? When it don't look like them, they don't have the same experiences as they did. They don't have the same history as they did, but they taking it and saying it's your, as theirs and they telling you that this ain't you, even though you clearly look like them, the descriptions describe you. And they saying it's not you and you believe in it. This is what's happening. That's number one. There are also people, other nations, because I'm going to say this, back in the days, this is how self-centered and um, narcissistic today's society is. What they think and what they believe is that and I need you to hear what I'm getting ready to say. People back in biblical days was dumb. They lying to you because they damn sure ain't lying to us. When the Ruach starts dealing with you, the Ruach gives you all information. He does about heavenly things and earthly things. Somebody who could only con um, have concepts of um, social constructs and concepts in their mind of um, being on this earth is earthly. When the Ruach is dealing with you, the, the Ruach is giving you heavenly knowledge. That's how you could decipher what's the truth and what's not. It says this in, in um, the book of Enoch. It says it in the, not like I'm saying it, but when you're uh, reading it and you're meditating on it, this is how you're going to get it. It says it in the book of Enoch and um, book of Ezra. And in the Bible too. When Yahshua tells um, one of those Pharisees, how can I tell you? heavenly things when you can't even comprehend earthly things when he say regular earthly stuff and then he starts saying something heavenly and you call yourself a heavenly person a, a pharisee how are you calling yourself a, a pharisee when you can't understand the heavenly things i'm telling you because the pharisees swapping down they was heavenly they knew heavenly stuff and they didn't so the thing is The king of these giants had his own history book that he was given to his own people. And I say that to say different nations had their own account of what happened according to their own people. So is there such thing as the book of the giants? Yes. Is there other nations that had their own information that was going on and some things equated to what happened in the in the scriptures the um, the old testament yes do i suggest that you go read them and meditate on them you can read them but don't meditate on them because they're not yours number one and just like the ruach deals with you when you meditate on the, the word of the most high the devils deal with you when you meditate on day books and what did the most high say only the children of israel is his everything else is spit in the bucket 
What does that mean? It means the devils are dealing with everybody else. This is why we have in this lecture today. The Most High is driving out everybody. The Most High also told the children of Israel in the book of Deuteronomy, if you would have listened to what I said, you would have multiplied so much that you would have got rid of all the rest of the people on the earth. But no, you want to keep following behind them, listening to what they're saying. And I'm going to sit back and watch you do your own downfall. This is why we're in the position we are now. Hunty. Understand that and don't forget it. I'm going to keep saying it. And if you want to, if you want to hear that word for word, go back to uh, Deuteronomy. Right now, that's one of the most important books. Go back to Deuteronomy, because that's what the um, the Most High said to the children of Israel. That's what He said. I could wipe out everybody for you and multiply you like the sands of the sea. But what did they do? Keep falling behind every devil, falling behind everybody. You already know the most high said, I didn't show nobody else my uh, my miracles. Nobody, I didn't show myself to nobody else. I didn't even talk to nobody else but you. That's uh, in a whole bunch of places. Now I say all this to say, no matter what the most high does to the children of Israel, because Jacob's trouble is here. That's why somebody could walk down the street and kill one of Yasharel and nobody care. This is why the, the, the children of Israel is always begging somebody else to save them and have mercy on them when they should be turning from their wicked ways and repenting. Because the Most High said, when you do all of that, that's what I'm going. That's when I'm going to turn around and fix all this. I don't see any of that happening. So at this time, Caleb is standing on the Most High's word. He's calling the Most High on his word, and he's going to get exactly what he asked for. And that's what he did. And that's when um, the land rested from war. Because Caleb and that line went to war and tore them people up. And that's where they rested. So right now we are still in Yahusha. So um, this is where war is because they doing all the wars. You know, they going to wars for decades, getting all of them out. And guess who's driving them out? The Most High. Because the Most High said, vengeance is mine. Did he say vengeance was yours anywhere? Did he even say that vengeance is the children of Israel's? No, but he said that the children of Israel his apple, uh, are the apple of his eye. So what does that mean? They mine. They're going to get exactly what I gave them. I blessed them through the, uh, their forefathers and they're going to get all the blessings I, I, I promised to them. And even when they show and they behind, they, the most I said, I'm going to thank you, but I'm going to still give the children of Israel their inheritance. They haven't had their inheritance yet because they didn't listen. Their forefathers didn't listen. The children now don't listen. And the children now is paying for their forefathers' um, nonsense. And I'm going to tell you this before I sign off. All those people who's killing the children of Israel, they're going to get their just due too. And if you don't believe me, you better go to the prophets because that, that's what they're saying. Through the most high. Mm -hmm. They're going to get what they get. They're going to get what they get. Anyway, that was chapter 14 that I read directly out of the scriptures. I hope that this lesson edifies you like all the rest of my lessons. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, you can go to Cliff Note, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. And that goes the same if you want to start joining future live um, lessons. Like I said, you don't have to be visual. You could do just put it on the audio. 
it goes a black screen. I don't see you. You don't see me. But if you have a question, you can ask the question and do whatever you're going to do. You can also upload a question and I will answer the question. If you want me to answer it directly online, I will do that. If you want me to do it behind the scenes, I can do that. I just want everybody to understand that we are moving forward, not only in this word, but in um, in life. I'm going to tell you this. The Most High said he's going to speed up the days for the saints. What's happening now? And I'm going to say this last little thing before we leave. There was something on a science magazine, and I do subscribe to science magazine because I want to see all the nonsense and stuff they come up with. <laughs> I do. So, yes, I catch all that stuff, and I'm happy. You know why? Because I can see all the things that the Most High said from the beginning. From the giants on down to everything else, from magic and all of this and thinking that they gods, I see all that in the science magazine. All of it. Now, I'm just going to tell you, the science magazine saying that the earth is turning more rapidly, which is speeding up time. What did most I say? He's going to speed up time for the saints. Now, they're saying it's by milliseconds, but it's been happening for a few years now. So I guess it prompted them, it, it, it uh, brought up enough um, eyebrows, it shifted up enough eyebrows for them to report it. So this is just the beginning. Time will continue to speed up because the Most High said he going to turn three years into a month. Well, he going to turn years into months and months into days and days into hours. Oh yeah, he said he's going to do it. And who can do this? The Most High also says that it, when all these things happen, they're going to know it ain't nobody else but the Most High. Oh, you will. You will know that the Most High is doing this because nobody else in the universe could do this but the Most High. Nobody. And you ain't going to have a doubt in your mind that it can't be nobody else but the Most High. So with that, I say, enjoy your Shabbat. And until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliff Note, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question, and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. It's good to hear the word of truth from the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.